I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Hi guys, welcome back. It's Morgan. Today I'm sitting down with Coach Alexa. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, and we're excited to have you and hear about your adventures and your life and just see an insight into your team. Also, so I guess um, to start the podcast, I wanted to ask you if you could tell us about the highs and lows of your season. Sure. So um, this past season, uh, we had what I would consider to be a pretty, um, um, you know, a, an up and down year. We um, in 2018, we had a very successful um, season uh, to start and we were, uh, you know, like at 11 and 0, 12 and 0 to start the season. And, um, you know, we got into to league play and it became a lot more competitive. So one of the things that our team had talked about after that is we really wanted to challenge ourselves this past season and try to play some of the best teams in the country. So we put together a pretty um, intense, um, high caliber schedule this past year. And uh, which, you know, I think ultimately helped us grow uh, as a as team and as individuals, but it was certainly challenging from um, a win-loss standpoint because we were uh, competing in some cases, but we weren't getting the result. We weren't, we weren't getting the wins. And so, um, you know, we, we struggled a little bit with making some changes and trying to get um, some strong leadership to um, emerge from the group. And so ultimately, you know, there's a lot of parity in the Patriot League, or at least there was this past year. So, um, you know, certainly a lot of competition. And, uh, you know, we worked really hard to stay in the mix and to compete at uh, each match that we we contended with. But, you know, I think ultimately that that first few weeks, um, we got a lot better, but we didn't have the wins in the win column. When you're looking at the, the ultimate win-loss result, because we were playing a lot of really strong teams. Um, so from that standpoint, it was, it was fun because we were putting ourselves in a position to compete at the highest level. Um, we might not have been getting the victories, but we were getting some great experience. And then as we went into league play, I really thought it helped us in, um, you know, preparing to play at a higher level and compete within um, the Patriot League. So I think that was a really good takeaway from having a more challenging schedule versus maybe an easier schedule that, you know, doesn't kind of push us out of our comfort zone until we're in deep in the league play. Wow. Well, I think it shows that you guys would rather work hard. You know, you want to work hard. You want to be challenged. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's always tough when you're putting a schedule together because you want to be able to experience success so that you know what that feels like, um, but you you want to earn it too. And, um, you know, for us this past year, you know, there was definitely some tweaking that we did with our lineups and um, trying to put the, the best six players on the court at, um, at all times. But uh, I do think that we would much rather have a have a season where we're competing against the toughest teams possible and really challenging ourselves than potentially um, an easier um, you know a, an easier schedule where we're not having to work as hard to win and we're not having to get out of our comfort zone yeah well and I have respect for that because I think it's those little things that help teams like those little things those little choices that help teams grow you know those challenges so absolutely yeah I love that well how did you get to be a coach? 
<laughs> oh my, that's a big question. Um, so I, I was a daughter of a coach. I grew up in a coaching household. My dad is a, um, uh, is retired now, but he was a pretty well-known um, high school basketball coach in the state of Maryland. Uh, he cool. um, coached um, many years of, of being in the gym and watching that. And um, I didn't go to college to be a coach. I actually really just enjoyed the um, kind of human performance side of things, um, sports performance side of things. And that's kind of where I started my journey and um, got involved in campus recreation and kind of missed the, missed the volleyball world. So I started coaching club in high school and um, oh. was actually set to be the assistant um, volleyball, women's volleyball coach at Gettysburg. I, had, I was working there as the director of campus recreation and um, had the opportunity to be assistant. And the end of the spring, um, the head coach actually took another job. And so they named me interim. And uh, I was so blessed with such an amazing wow. opportunity to come in and be a head coach at Gettysburg and uh, was afforded so many luxuries there. And um, you know, I just, I, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. It wasn't, it wasn't a, a it still isn't a job for me. It's a, it's something I love and enjoy to do. So, um, so I, I always remember my mom saying, you know, don't marry a coach. You don't want to be a coach. You know, it's, it's a life, it's a lifestyle. They're always in the gym. And I did both. I became a coach and I married a coach. So, uh, wow. you know, we have, we have, uh, a lot of, a lot of gym time, <laughs> of recruiting conversations, um, but then, you know, after I spent some time at Gettysburg and then my husband uh, was also the assistant men's basketball coach there. And he uh, took a job in Jersey at Drew University as the head men's basketball coach there. And so after a few years at Gettysburg, um, we relocated so that he could take a head job. And I was fortunate enough to um, be hired at Muhlenberg College where um, I spent the next um, step in my career and was there from 2010 until um, 2000 and I guess it was 18 and uh, then came over to um, to Lehigh in February of 18 and here I am. Wow <laughs> I think that's an awesome story I love I love hearing where coaches come from you know what yeah. their story is so I think that's funny that you you know, you didn't always plan on it, but you just, you loved it so much that you kept doing it. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely something that, you know, I didn't, I wasn't, didn't set my, my sights on that going into college. I, um, I love being around sports. I knew that was part of it, but um, honestly, when I, when I graduated college, I was pretty burnt out of playing, um, but it wasn't long, you know, two years later and I was itching to get back to the gym. I missed it. I loved it. And then that's kind of when I started on the club and high school scene and uh, spent time doing that. I was still in the gym, so I was still around the sports, but yeah. coaching and teaching and mentoring is just such an amazing and rewarding um, opportunity that I think I, I just really missed that aspect of it and getting back into it was um, just felt natural. Oh, well, I'm glad that you were able to, you know, do that and get back to that. Um, and that's so fun that you grew up in Maryland. Yes. That's yeah, so I grew up in Maryland and then went to um, went to school in Nashville, Tennessee, which is where my husband's from. So a lot of wow. <laughs> all over the place. All over the place. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, I, I used to live in Maryland and it's humid. Really? You think so, huh? I think so humid compared to, because now I'm in Utah. So oh, compared okay. to Utah, it's humid. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see that. And then I, I look at Maryland as such a 
um, a different place from like humidity standpoint, because I went to school in Nashville and that's where my husband's from. So oh. if you go to Nashville, it's even a completely different um, feel of humidity. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, I know. They're so different, but th- that's fun that you've lived so many different places. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been a blessing to be able to do that. And certainly it's helped me to grow as a person and make connections and meet amazing people along the way. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Well, I guess I just wanted to ask you, um, what's one of your most memorable travel experiences, Alexa? Um, so I, I don't know that I'm a real worldly travel traveler. Um, I've actually never been um, out of the country. I've never been to Europe or you know anything like that. Um, growing up, we were a big Disney family and uh, actually kind of feel like I've passed that on to our kids. We usually try to go every two to three years and um, just something that, that we enjoy um, spending time and uh, together and uh, just kind of being being a kid again is something that um, I think is, is super, super exciting and our kids like it. And that was always just very special memories for me growing up was knowing that every two to three years, our whole family, my sisters, their husbands, their kids, we would always go and, um, you know, be together and laugh and en- enjoy the shows and the parades and that was just something that was really exciting for me. And um, I think our kids really, my husband and I, you know, we enjoy doing that with our kids and kind of have passed that along. Oh, well, I think, I think that's awesome. I think any trip you take is rewarding because you get to, you know, you grow, grow closer to your family when you're there. You get to have fun experiences together. So I'm glad you guys can do that. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, you know, it's, a, it, it's extremely fun. The last trip that we took there, um, both my parents and my husband's parents got to attend. So uh, it was just great to have them be there with our children and get to spend time with them in an environment that they love and show them, you know, the, whether it was the princesses or the superheroes, (laughs) um, you know, just to kind of be a kid at heart and, and to be able to let loose was, was really, really just awesome. And um, so appreciative for that time to be able to do that. Oh, that's so fun. And how old are your kids? Uh, so my husband and I have four kids. Uh, my oldest is 14. She is an eighth grader. And then her, and her name's Olivia. And then Cameron, she is 10. She's a fifth grader. And both of them um, are playing club, which is fun to see oh. them play a sport that, that, you know, I love. And then we have twin seven-year-old, uh, seven-year-old twins. Mallory and Maddox and uh so one boy and three girls so my husband at least gets a gets a little dude to to rough up and um shoot hoops with and hang out with but um yeah so 14 10 and 7. Wow oh that is so fun so fun I bet that's you know being a coach and having kids I bet that's an experience. It, it really is honestly I mean it's um it's extremely it's extremely busy. It is, it is nonstop um, chaos. And my husband is also <laughs> a college basketball coach. Oh, so my. We, we pretty much have like one month out of the year where neither him nor I um, are either A, allowed to be out or there's not enough going on to be out. And that's May. <laughs> oh. Other than that, one of us is either in recruiting season, in season. Um, and then obviously in the summer, we're doing camps. But uh, it's pretty cool to have the the role models, um, you know, both on my team and my husband's team, um, to be around and, and for our, our kids to be able to see what it's like to work, work hard, how that pays off, um, whether they're on the bench or or not, or they're on the court. Um, we have conversations about that all the time. So, uh, it's pretty cool to, to, to see them in that environment and then, you know, to be able to teach them the game that we love. 
Oh, that's so true. Your kids are learning from your athletes too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of babysitters. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. That's true. You have like a whole bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, usually the se- usually I, I get to use a lot of the seniors out of out of um you know once we're once we're finished the season the seniors are usually on speed dial because it's just a lot easier and they're they're looking for something to do so it's extremely <laughs> helpful to have, to have them hey, that's awesome. I've yeah. actually babysat my coach's kids before too so that's <laughs> yeah yeah that's it's so like fun. you know you you want someone around your kids who you trust and who you respect and who you know will treat them right and love them and um, then what better than the people that you're with every day? That is true. That's true. You know, you can trust them. So that's, that's awesome. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, perfect. Um, this next question I have for you, it's a, um, a little bit harder, but what's one okay. thing that no one knows about you that you can share with us? <laughs> oh, geez. Um, that no one knows. Um, <laughs> well, I guess, I guess probably maybe only the people closest to me might know this, but I'm, I'm, I don't know, I kind of feel like I'm an open book for the most part. <laughs> um, so I, I, I guess if, if I, if I had a second career, I would, I would love to be an interior decorator. Um, I love working with power tools. I don't know. They're so, <laughs> they're so fun. Like I like, I like, you know, I'm a big Pinterest person. I like creating things and decorating and painting and um, I enjoy refinishing furniture and I don't have a whole lot of time for, for that stuff. Yeah. And um, being a, a, a Division One volleyball coach, but um, in a time, you know, in certain times of the year, I, I am afforded a little bit. And yeah, I love that. I love, um, you know, hanging chair rail and beadboard and creating, you know, different layouts and rooms. And so um, I find that to be relaxing and, and really fun. So that's probably one thing that unless your like immediate family would probably not know about me. Okay, well, thank you for sharing. That's actually really cool. <laughs> That's yeah. a cool talent and hobby to have. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's enjoyable. I love being artistic and creative in ways like that. And um, I, painting is super fun. I find it to be very therapeutic. So anything oh. that's um, like a project where I can go from, you know, a beginning to an end and create something I think is really, really fun. Oh, I think that's awesome. I think it, like I can tell you have passion for you know, art and being a coach. I think it's cool that you have such a variety of, you know, talents and hobbies. So the question I have for you next is if you're an athlete wanting to play for a team or university, what would your advice be? Uh, yeah, I think that's a, a pretty, um, well, that could be a pretty loaded question, but I think ultimately as a, um, you know, as an athlete seeking to, to play at the collegiate level, I think it's really important to determine kind of what your non-negotiables are. Um, what is it that you truly want to experience or be a part of during your four years in a program? Um, whether it be a location, whether it would be uh, um, the academics, whether it would be the size, um, you know, just kind of determining like, I, I want a program who is a family or I want a program who wins or I want a program who gets to travel all over. Um, you know, I think it's just really important that you know what's extremely important to you, what you value and what you want to experience during your four years. And then to not, um, you know, not part ways from that during your search. I think it's so easy to go on a visit and be wowed by something. I don't want to say superficial, but you know, maybe there's a Starbucks on campus or maybe there's a, (laughs) you know, an acai place on campus. And you're like, wow, by the fact that, wow, I could get this every day. And all of a sudden, 
that trumps, you know, what's more important to you. And so kind of being true to what, what it is that you're looking for. And then honestly, I would just say market yourself as much as you can to those places that you have found to be a fit for you, um, within your criteria, um, and, uh, make yourself known and, um, show them, show the, the college coaches, you know, where you were, what you've done to, to improve where you are now, what you're continuing to work on and, um, communicate and be, be honest. I think more than anything, um, you know, you, you, you want to know as an athlete, when you get to that college that, you know what the expectations are. So I would really encourage athletes to to ask that question when you're on a visit or when you're pursuing that school that you think is the right fit. Like, what are your expectations of me when I get here? Because um, so many times, you know, you see the, the transfer portal increasing and a lot of that's because maybe that question wasn't asked or, you know, it's different than, than what you thought it was. Um, and so I think the expectation of what is, what is expected of me when I get there, whether that's playing time, workout, commitment level, academic standards, you know, what is it that I'm going to have to do when I get there so that I can be the best me that I can be? And um, if those expectations don't meet what you're looking for, then, you know, ultimately it's not going to be the right fit and you're going to be looking for another place to go. Yeah. I love that asking for expectations and, you know, having an idea. I think that's great advice. So thanks. And then I guess what's your next adventure? (laughs) <laughs> next adventure oh yes. my goodness um well probably right now it'd be it, it would be just to to make it through these next few months and um you know look at ways to prepare for the fall um you know keeping our kids engaged and keeping them um you know we've we've done a a great job over the past few months really um kind of revitalizing the culture that that I want um and and that we want at Lehigh and uh, trying to stay on task with that and stay connected and continue to um, push the values that we have in our program and um, trying to do the right thing when, when challenged and that's not always easy. So, um, you know, I think for us, it's, it's preparing, it's working hard, it's connecting, it's um, realizing that um, there's a lot of there's a lot of change and unknowns around us and, you know, how do we have the, the perspective to stay positive? How do we make the most of the opportunities that are given to us and how do we prepare to step back on the court in the fall and be a better unit, a better teammate and a better person. Oh, wow. I, that was very well said. So thank you so much. Seriously. It's been, it's been a blast, like getting an insight into your team and seeing your views of how you came to be a coach and how you, you know, handle the things of being a mom and a coach. So thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so very much for having me. This was such an honor and I really appreciate the opportunity to to chat with you. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Alexa, and good luck with your season. I'll follow your team and um, keep an eye on you guys. 